And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Yoda Pain Podcast. It's Friday, February 23rd, 2024. The Joe Beningo to Pain Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. You need a discount tire and DraftKings. So here we are. How about this? So here we are. Uh, as we near the end of the worst month of the year, which is February, we even get an extra day. Lucky us, because it's leap year and all of that. You know, leap year, Olympic year, election year, all of that. Very, uh, very big year, as I always say. Fasten, fasten your seatbelts, everybody, for what's to come yet this year. But nevertheless, who would have thought that the two best teams in New York would be the two teams that play in Madison Square Garden? You know, all of a sudden, Jim Dolan's world is absolutely rolling, right? The Knicks won last night, their first game out of the All-Star break, beat up Philadelphia, uh, beat them by 14 last night, a game where still no Julius Randle, still no OG Ananobi, uh, but they did get Hartenstein back. They did get DiVincenzo back. They did get Boyan Bogdanovich all back last night and had a nice win over Philadelphia. As far as the Rangers are concerned, they won the ninth consecutive game, beat up on the Devils last night, 5-1, in Newark, two goals for Lafonniere. Uh, Igor Shesterkin continues to play his best hockey of the year. And the Rangers right now just rocking and rolling. Nine straight wins, their longest winning streak in eight years. And uh, have not lost since the All-Star break. They're 8-0 since the All-Star break. So, But let's try to break that. Obviously, things are going well in the regular season. No doubt, of course, the injury situation with the Rangers, has, uh, with the Knicks, excuse me, has to be a concern. There's no question about it. But just to look ahead at what the chances are, we'll get to the Mets. I know the Mets fans are all flipping out because Sanger's missing opening day and all that. But, you know, why should you be surprised, Mets fans? But we'll get into that. But you look ahead to why the uh, – are these teams legitimate championship contenders? You know, I think the Knicks are, but they're not unless they get Julius Randle and OG Ananobi back. And, let, and let's start with – with Ananobi. I mean, they get this guy, they make the trade, uh, you know, they trade Barrett quickly to Toronto. They get Ananobi, they get Precious Achua back, who has been huge. I mean, he was basically a throw in in that trade. And right now, he's one of their best players. He was a he was a big factor in the win over Philadelphia last night 18 points, 12 rebounds. He's been a monster off the offensive glass. He's been a godsend with the injuries to Hartenstein and Mitchell Robinson. Now, you got it. The way Precious Achua has played, he's been outstanding, no doubt about it. But they make the deal. They get in an OB, right? We're all delirious. They go 15-2 and two right out of the gate after the trade. You know, guys like me are hearkening back to the when the Knicks made the Dave DeBuscher trade all the way back in 1968. And then what happens? Ananobi gets hurt. And then, you know, we, he's going to miss a game. Oh, he's day-to-day. You know, he may play tonight. We'll see. And all of a sudden, after he doesn't play for about a week, the next thing we know, he needs surgery. He needs, he's got, he needs elbow surgery. He's going to be out at least three weeks. And then we come to find out, as my wife gets ready for a sneeze-a-thon, we then come to find – that's only the first of many. Uh, we then come to find out, that now he's saying, well, I'll probably be back for the playoffs. What? So this has gone, so this Ananobi injury has gone from, here comes number two. The, the bless you, darling. I'll just, one, one massive bless you because there'll be at least two more. So, you know, the injury, to, and nobody cares. I want to see how many times my wife sneezes now. But 
But Ananobi's like, okay, so he goes from this day-to-day injury, and I'll be back in, in, in tomorrow. Oh, now it's three weeks. Now I need surgery. Now, who knows if he's back for the, any games for the regular season? Unbelievable. How did that happen? Wonderful. Oh, gee, we hardly knew you, right? And as far as Julius Randle's concerned, here comes season number three. As far as Julius Randle is concerned, for those scoring at home, the over-under is three and a half. <laughs> So if you you know we'll see how it plays out, but anyway, uh, well we thought about Ananobi, not my wife sneezing. Uh, anyway, that may be the, that may be the my wife sneezing may be the the uh, the title of today's podcast. How many times will Terry sneeze? <laughs> right? Will Ananobi be back before my wife sneezes again? No, the answer to that is no. So anyway, so who knows if he's going to be back? You know, he says he may not play the rest of the regular season. And who knows about Randall? I mean, Randall basically said the other day he's got to worry about his career. So you ain't going to see him the rest of the year. You could take it back. You could write that down. He will not be here for the rest of the regular season. You only pray he's back for the playoffs. And I think the Knicks could be a real serious championship contender, but not if they don't have those two guys. You know, they got a good team. You know, Brunson, obviously, is one of the best players in basketball. To me, he's one of the top 10 players in the league. You know, he definitely should merit MVP consideration. I don't think there's any question about it. And he didn't have his best game last night. He had 21 points. Didn't shoot well. Did have 11 assists. You got a big night from Josh Hart. I mentioned the night you got from Achua last night. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich was back last night. He scored 22 with 6 of 6 from three-point land. Uh, DiVincenzo threw in 16 points. So they got it from a lot of different people, and they got a lot of different guys, no doubt. But if they're going to go all, if they're going to be a, a, a really a, a, a team that's going to finally end the 50-year drought now going on 51 years without an NBA title, they got to have everybody back. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I you look, and I don't, I wouldn't hold my breath that these guys are going to be back anytime soon. And I don't think we're going to see either of them for the rest of the regular season. And you can only pray that they're back for the playoffs. So Knicks are 34 and 22 right now, fourth place in the East. You want to hold on to that because it's very, you know, you lose a couple games, all of a sudden you're in the play-in, you know, you're in the seventh spot, you know, and you're, you're playing in a play-in tournament right now, fourth seed. They have, they'd have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. You know, you'd like to get out of that seed. You'd like to move to three. So you avoid playing the Celtics in the second round. And by the way, the Knicks play the Celtics. Uh, tomorrow night at the Garden, that's one of those late uh, 8.30 ABC Saturday night games. So that game will last, last forever with all the uh, commercials. I hate them. Don't you hate the national TV games? You know? The only sport where national TV is okay is football because everything is national TV on football. You know, everything is on is on the networks. But when, when these games are not on MSG, right, forget about it. When they're on ESPN or ABC or – you know, wherever at TNT, whatever, these games take forever because they got more and more and more commercial time. So tomorrow night's game, Saturday night at the Garden, the hated Celtics right now, the best team in the NBA <clears throat> will uh, come into the Garden and we'll see what happens, see if the Knicks can take care of business. Uh, crowd should be very pumped up for that. But uh, if the Knicks are going to go as far as all us Knicks fans would like to see them go, uh, they got to get Randall and Ananobi back. And it doesn't look like these guys – are coming back anytime soon. Now, as far as the other team at the Garden, uh, to me, this is the better chance for a, a championship this year. The Rangers right now, they're healthy, 
and as I knock on wood, and they are absolutely rolling. And I think, as I mentioned, nine straight wins, eight straight since the All-Star break. They're hitting on all cylinders. They beat up the Devils last night. They beat them five to one. Lafonniere with two goals. That line continues to be outstanding. Lafonniere, Panarin, and Trocheck. They had uh, right last night that group three three assists for Panarin. Trocheck scored his twentieth goal of the year. Lafonniere had two. He's got sixteen now, and that that line really continues to get it done for the Rangers. But last night's win to me was really all about the two things: the special teams and the continuing brilliance of Igor Shostakin, who really looks like he is now, you know, he had a rough time the first half of the year, you know, and the Rangers were really saved in so many ways by the outstanding play of Jonathan Quick uh, in net. Well, Shostakin is now back to being Shostakin. He had an unbelievable game the other night against Dallas when the Rangers won that game 3-1. to He made some really just sickening saves in that game. No doubt he had that shutout earlier in the week over Calgary, his first shutout of the year. And he came within two minutes last night of his second shutout. Jack Hughes scored with about two and a half minutes left in the game uh, to end the shutout. The Rangers went on to win it 5-1 to one anyway. But Shostakin has really found his game again. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And that's a big factor if the Rangers are going to end what, you know, this year would be the third, <laughs> a 30-year drought without the cup. You know, that cup that everybody waited for for 53 years. Well, now it's another 30 since they've won one. So, you know, and they've had a lot of playoff success in the Lundquist years. And even the last, you know, well, last year they lost to the Devils in the first round. But, you know, two years ago they went to the conference final before they lost to Tampa Bay. This team has had some success, you know, in the last 15, 20 years as far as the playoffs, but they haven't won it. You know, this year will be this year will be 10 years since they were in the finals in 2014 and, of course, lost to the Kings with Jonathan Quick in net, by the way, for L.A. But... With all that said, this team right now is flying. Shesterkin's playing his best best hockey of the year. And last night, they won the game on special teams. Early in the game, this kid, what's the kid's name? I keep forgetting the kid's name again. The big six-foot-seven, six-foot-eight kick, six-foot-eight kid that they brought up. Um, he got in a fight last night with one of the devils, knocked the crap out of him, wound up getting a five-minute uh, penalty, major penalty, and also getting thrown out of the game. <coughs> but... What did the Rangers do? They killed the five-minute major, right? Killed the five-minute major. There was also uh, back-to-back minors later on in the game for the Devils. They had a four-minute power play, and the Rangers killed that too. So the Rangers special teams did the job last night. They scored the uh, – they had one power play. I believe they were one for four on the power play. Zabanejad so had that. What's the guy's name? Matt Rempe. R- Matt Rempe. That's the kid, right? Six, yeah, I know. I, he, I know that. <laughs> Matt Rempe, that's the guy. Beat the crap out of one of the Devils. I'm not sure who it was. And like I said, he got, got thrown out of the game, got a five-minute major, and it didn't matter. Because Rangers right now are doing everything right. And like I said, they killed that penalty, that five-minute penalty. They killed another four-minute double-minor penalty later on in the game. They scored a power play goal. Zibanejad, uh got his uh, – about five seconds into the power play the Rangers got, scored the uh, – the goal <clears throat> that made it one nothing right away is 19th of the year. And the Rangers are rolling, man. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. And I know the trade deadline's coming up. With, I believe it's March 8th is the trade deadline in the National Hockey League. Why would the Rangers do anything? You know, they would talk about trading Capo Caco. Why? He's, he's, been, he's played his best hockey lately. 
I wouldn't trade him. I, I, ain't, I wouldn't do anything with this team. I mean, this team is unbelievable. Right now, they got 79 points. I don't know if they have the most points in the league or not. 79 points. <clears throat> they got uh, 38 wins on a year to 38, 16, and 3. Really, 38 and 19 because, you, you know, National Hockey League, those, uh, those overtime losses, you know, aren't counted as like a normal loss, which is ridiculous, but that's how they do it. So anyway, 79 points on a year for the Rangers. They're rocking and rolling. They've been in first place in their division basically all year. I think they have a six-point lead over Carolina right now in the uh, Metropolitan Division. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't make any moves. I'm happy with this team the way they are now. The defense has been great. Adam Fox, uh, Keandre Miller, uh, you know, Adam Truba. Yeah, I I mean, you know, unbelievable. I mean, you know, Adam Truba, Jacob Truba. You know, you got to be thrilled with what you've seen for the defense. You know, Schneider, Lindgren. You know, all these guys, Gustafson, they play great on defense. You know, you're getting, uh, you're finally starting to get it again with Zabanajad scored again last night. Uh, Kreider got his 29th goal of the year last night. He could have had about three or four last night. He had a, a short-handed breakaway. He didn't didn't score on. He had another breakaway as well, short-handed on that five-minute uh, power play for the Devils that he uh, just did not get it past the goalie, but he did score later on to get his 29th of the year. So, you know, Panarin's having an MVP year. As I mentioned, three more assists for him last night. I, you know, they, they got these two big goons now up here. Rempe, he's like their enforcer now. I mean, the Rangers really didn't have an enforcer. Now they look like they got an enforcer on top of everything else. So I, I really think, and look, you never know how the playoffs are going to go. You know, the playoffs are a different world. We all know that. Uh, it's not easy to win you know, four seven-game series in the National Hockey League, and anybody can beat anybody. I mean, you get a hot goalie. You know, we saw what happened last year. The Boston Bruins had this unbelievable regular season. They had a, a gazillion points in a regular season, and then they played the Florida Panthers in the first round of the playoffs and lost. So, you know, so much for that great regular season. So you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. We saw what happened to the Rangers last year. Remember, they had that 2-0 lead over the Devils. In the first round, they won the first two games in Newark and they wound up losing the series in seven. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen here, but you really got to be happy with what certainly what you're seeing now from Shesterkin, who really looks like he's back on top of his game. He had 40 saves last night. Like I said, it should have should have had a shutout. They gave up that goal with the last couple minutes of the game by Hughes. But everything rolling right now for the Rangers. I think they got a real shot. I do. I think this is the best team they've had since the Cup team, to be honest. Certainly the best team they've had since the team that went to the finals in 2014 and lost to the Kings in five. So we'll see. But uh, it has been a – look, if you're a fan of the Nixon Rangers, it has been a fun regular season at Madison Square Garden. You know, hard to get a ticket to go to a game there, you know. I think it only costs about $300 for the worst seat to go to either game, either team, you know. You need to take out a, a second mortgage, you know, to go to a game at the Garden anymore. Thank you so, thank you uh, very much, Jim Dolan. But both of those teams rolling right now. Got to be thrilled. Uh, both teams back in action tomorrow. I mentioned the Knicks. Uh, they'll play the Celtics at home. That's an ABC game, eight thirty Saturday night. And the Rangers, I believe, actually play tomorrow afternoon. They play the Flyers in Philadelphia tomorrow afternoon. That's another one of those national TV games. I believe that's on ABC, too, and that game is at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 
Rangers Flyers down in Philadelphia. Always fun playing the hated Flyers down in Philly and the wonderful fan base that they have down there. So, (laughs) yes, it's not quite Boston, but then again, you know. Uh, they do hate the Ranger fans down here. Not 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 quite as much as they hate the Cowboys, but uh, you know, nevertheless. So we'll see. But both teams right now. If you, what are you looking at now? I said the city of brotherly, brotherly love, man. There's a lot of that going on down there these days. By the way, for those that bet the under, you won because Terry only sneezed three times. Now now there could be another batch coming up, but there's always there's always pot. But these. The, for you guys out there that were betting at home, if you went on on, on DraftKings to make a bet with this, you know what you want if you were <laughs> if you bet the under. You know, I don't know if Kenny was. I think Kenny's in Florida, so he probably you know right now he's bad. Right, right. He's playing golf or basking in the sunlight right now, yeah. while we're uh, we're here in New Jersey watching the rain come down. But it's a good thing, rain, because it's getting the snow out of here. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> so uh, <clears throat> for once. You're not going to hear Beningo complaining about about the rain. But anyway, right now, it's a good time to be a fan of the Knicks and Rangers and enjoying every second of what's been a very, very solid regular season for both teams. Uh, it's all about health, though, with the Knicks. They got to get Randall and Ananobi back. And as far as the Rangers are concerned, they got to stay healthy. And uh, we'll see where we go from here. All right, Beningo, the Yoda Payne podcast. Let's get our uh, sponsors in here. You all know about the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, don't forget, uh, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. I don't know when that's going to be. Probably sometime right before the baseball season. Uh, it'll be before Senga comes back. I'll tell you that. Before Senga makes his first start of the season, we will do our next live podcast at the Brewing Company. And you know the story, located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds uh, off Route 4 and beautiful. Who needs a house out in Hackensack? Uh, you know, what can I tell you? It's better to be living in Hackensack than in Queens. Anyway, the tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue. Check it out. Check out my Oda Payne beer when you're there, the green beer for the Jets, the orange and blue for the Mets. And I hear <clears throat> that my buddy TJ, <clears throat> I think he's making Nick and Ranger beer as well. So as we get ready for the playoffs. Uh, for both teams. So, uh, by the way, I was thinking about this. The last time there's been two times in in the hist- in history that the Rangers and Knicks have played in the finals in the same year, 1972, both teams went to the finals. The uh, Knicks were beaten by the Will Chamberlain, Jerry West Lakers, and the Rangers were beaten by the Bobby Orr, Phil Esposito Bruins. So, both of them in 1972 lost to legendary teams in the finals. And then of course, 1994, when the Rangers did finally win the cup after 53 years, or excuse me, 54 years. And the uh, Knicks uh, lost to the Rockets in seven in that brutal series that they lost to Houston. And of course the OJ uh, car chase went on during game five, as we all remember, you can see me running to the radio now as, (laughs) as they took it off the television. But anyway, that's the last time. Those are the two times in history that both the Knicks and the Rangers have been in the finals at the same time. But we'll let you know about when the next live podcast at the Brewing Company is. See Mike Jones. See everybody there. TJ, everybody. Andre, the homer spooker at the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company 
Uh, Herb, although I think Herb's doing his own thing now in a different direction, but nevertheless. And, of course, the uh, I need a discount tire. See my son Johnny. See Ari. See everybody over there. Rob, you need work done on your car. You need tires. Whatever you need. You need your car inspected, anything like that. Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. Go check it out. Uh, big fan of Rivervale. Rivervale. Got my first ever hole-in-one there <clears throat> of the three that I have, which is unbelievable. But nevertheless, I wish I was playing today, but I'm not. I, you know, I'm playing my mind a little. I'm playing golf in my mind today. That's about the closest I'm playing today. <laughs> and people ask me, well, why don't you go like to the range? I'm, I'm not a range guy. My, my wife likes to go to the range. But there's only so much you can do with the range. You know what I mean? There's only so much you can do. I see some of these people. They get like these two monster buckets of ball. Like it's like you know, I don't know, two hundred balls in this in in the freaking bucket. That's overkill. I mean, and they got like these monster buckets. Are you are you kidding me? You you, I, you you're not gonna have any arms left if you hit like four hundred balls. I mean, look, you're not on a PGA tour. I mean, what are you, are you kidding me? Let me tell you, so I go to the range. I'm good for about twenty balls, and I'm done. That's it. That's it. Because all I'm doing is wasting. I'm hurting myself. You know. I hit 15, 20 balls. Okay, I'm done. I got a nice workout. Let's see. Maybe I'll use my driver a little bit. Maybe I'll hit my irons here and, you know, hit the rescue club, maybe the uh, five five woods, something like that. You know, that you know maybe five swings of each. That's it. I mean, I, I don't see how you could probably sit there all day and hit balls. You know, if I was on a tour, if I was playing for live with a PGA tour, and they got to do something about that, but, we, you know, that's another story. You know, I could understand it, but that's just completely overkill as far as I'm concerned. But nobody cares. Just, you know. Anyway, <laughs> go check out Anita Discount Tire for any of uh, your automotive needs. And, of course, if you're looking to bet on anything, you got to bet with DraftKings. I mean, where else are you going? Where are you going? It's the only place to go to bet on anything. College basketball, got the NCAA tournament coming up uh, very soon, a couple March Madness in about another month or so little even less than that. You know, the conference tournaments, all that will be coming up. You want to bet on that? You want to bet on the women's college basketball? You can bet on that. South Carolina, undefeated, number one in the country again. And uh, we'll see if they can pull it off or not. Uh, remember, they lost to uh, Caitlin Clark in Iowa in the Final Four last year. And then Iowa lost to uh, Angel Reese and LSU, who I think is rated number 13 now. Uh, anyway, uh, whatever you want to bet on, college basketball, women's or men. You want to bet on the NBA? You want to bet on the National Hockey League? Whatever you want to bet on. You know, you could the British Premier League if you're into betting on soccer, whatever whatever you're doing, the golf, you want to bet on that. They got the Mexico tournament going on now. Really, I, I talk, you talk about a tournament bereft of any big names. I mean, there is like no big names in that tournament. I'm not even sure. Check the leaderboard there, Ted. See who's winning in Mexico. I'm not even yeah. sure. I know that uh, Tony Finau, this shows you, and, and in all due respect, Tony Fiedow is a fine player. Don't get me wrong. He's a terrific player on a PGA Tour. But when Tony Finau is the favorite to win a tournament, that tells you all you need to know. I mean, there are no big names in this tournament. No Rory McIlroy. There's no Jordan Spieth. There's no Justin Thomas. No. You know, none of these guys are, are Matthew Fitzpatrick. None of these guys are playing in this tournament. Brian Harmon, you know, any of the guys, Max Homer, you know, none of the guys. Eric Van Royen right now. Oh, is that who's leading? Eric Van Royen is leading right now? Okay. All right. 
Eric Van Roy is the leader? Yeah. yeah. No Hideki Matsuyama, who just won at Riviera. All right, so I'm looking at the leaderboard in Mexico. Eric Van Roy, the leader, he's what, eight, eight under par? Eight under. And who's this guy in second place? S. Valamiski? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. See, you don't even know who these people who are. are. These people? You don't even know. Lipsky, I've heard of. You don't even know. That's why I'm saying it's a very non, you know, I mean, I can understand not wanting to play in Mexico. I get that. I mean, I don't know if I'd be wanting to run down to Mexico right now. But uh, what is that, Daniel Gim? We've heard of him. Oh, oh yeah, Doug Gim, Doug Gim, Doug. Doug Gim. Yeah, no, there's some guys you heard of, but I mean, there's no names. No, that, I mean, the, the PGA Tour's got a big, big problem. They really, really do. They got to work out this nonsense with live and get the guys back, like Dustin Johnson, like Brooks Kepka, like um, uh, Bubba Watson, Bryson DeChambeau, Phil Mickelson, yeah. Terrell Hatton. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, you know, they got to get these guys back. Sergio Garcia, these guys, John Rahm, these guys are all on live. And it is a major problem right now in golf. It really is. They got to do something about it. They really, really do. Now, look, you got the play. Who is? Tony's two on the party, six shots back. I mean, they got, they got to do something about it. They really do. Now, you got the players coming up, I believe, the weekend of the 14th of March. You'll have the players, but you're not going to have everybody playing in that, right? The live guys aren't in that. You'll see the live guys in the four majors, and that's it. You'll see everybody at the Masters coming up my wife's birthday weekend, where she'll, uh, you know, finally hit 50 years old after all these years. <laughs> my wife's been in her 40s longer than, than, than Jack Benny was. I mean, if anybody remembers Jack, the people are like, Who's, who the hell is Jack Benny? What team did he play for? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so whatever you want to bet on, uh, the way to go, of course, is DraftKings. And uh, remember, uh, use the code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY, or you can text HOPE-NY, uh, uh, and that's four six seven three six nine. All right, but they go to the order paint podcast. So all the Met fans are flipping out because Kodai Senga has fatigue in his arm, and they've shut him down for the rest of spring training, and he's not going to be there for opening day. Right? What's a, what? Should really? Are you? Why should any Met fan be surprised? But what makes it even worse <laughs> is that the esteemed general manager. The great, the great, I'm smarter than anybody, David Stearns. I'm reinventing baseball. I'm so damn smart, right? <laughs> Couldn't play, but I'm going to reinvent it. David Stearns says, but they're not going after anybody. You know, Blake Snell's still out there. Jordan Montgomery's still out there. But don't worry, Mets fans. We're not spending any money to try to, you know, maybe get another starter in here because of the injury to Sanger. Don't worry about that, you know? And hopefully Sanger will be back. At some point, you know, don't worry. It's only fatigue. I got arm fatigue every day. Let me tell you, <laughs> I walked, I, I brought some groceries in the other day. Man, my arm was fatigued. No, nah, seriously. I know some guys that don't have girlfriends that have a lot of arm fatigue. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I don't have that issue. But I mean, but, <laughs> but, but come on arm fatigue and he's not going to start the season 
God forbid they go out there, okay? God forbid they go out there and try to get, you know, some kind of picture. God, God forbid Stern spends any money. Oh, my God. If you're a Met fan, you know, how, how about this stuff, too, that the Mets, what do they call that again? The Pakoda, whatever. And it's not a Bill. Remember Bill Pakoda played for the Mets for a while. He was terrible. Remember him? But what is this? Some kind of Pakoda ratings or whatever the hell they call it. You know, so this is above my pay grade. Come on. Most things are. Where they project the Mets to be like an 84, 85 win team and maybe slip into the playoffs. Really? You really buy that? What Mets fans thinks that's going to be the case? I don't know many. I don't know anybody, to be very honest with you. So, and I'm not even going to start screaming about Alonzo. You know where I am on that. But So, Kodai Senga has arm fatigue. Uh, I have arm fatigue. A lot of guys I know have arm fatigue. You know, got a lot of fatigue. Oh, my God. What a dis- The Mets are such a What a dis- And it's only the beginning of spring training. I think, I think they play their first spring training game tomorrow, right? Tyler McGill is pitching, right? Don't, you'll probably see him pitch opening day. So, if Senga doesn't pitch opening day, who's pitching? Quintana? Is that who's pitching opening day? Luis Severino, is he pitching opening day? How about this guy Hauser they got from Milwaukee? Will he pitch opening day? Seriously, I don't even know. Who tell me, tell me who? Sean Manaya, is he going to pitch opening day? <laughs> I mean, I, really? I mean, who's pitching opening day? I am. My wife would pitch better. She doesn't have, my wife has no arm fatigue, by the way. <laughs> Just to let you know. No arm fatigue for Terry. Anyway, it's time to go. My arms are strong. Oh, God, they are. It's time for me to go. Everybody have a one, have a wonderful weekend. What else can I tell you? Have a freaking wonderful weekend. Uh, I'll be back Monday, hopefully, God willing, with the podcast. Check me out tomorrow on the fan. All the love.